Blog Talk Radio. Glamour, fear less. Are you ready? 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 Are Hello, Divas. Are you ready? Because I'm ready to welcome you to Diva Talk Radio, the only radio variety game show dedicated to women touched by diabetes. I'm your host, Mr. Diva Bedick, and I'm on a quest to glamorize good health and guide you through a whirlwind of information, inspiration, and bacon. Because we dedicated this show tonight to Miss Piggy, the pork of Kermit's eye for reasons people living with diabetes are extremely grateful for. Remember, if you have any questions, please call 347-215-8551 with your questions and comments and visit our chat room in the Divabetic Diva Talk Radio chat room area. Now, it's time to welcome two of my favorite Divabetic Charlie's Angels of Outreach from around ooh, the country. La. Ooh, ooh, la la is right. Let's meet Judy Wilcox from Hollywood, Florida, and Jessica Isler from Norfolk, Virginia. <laughs> Hello, angels. Hey, Max. How you doing? I'm great. Hey, you know Because it's What's National up? Diabetes Awareness Month, Judy, and you're celebrating down in Hollywood, Florida, I'm sure. That's right. We're just trying to spread the word and get people out to take the diabetes rest test and and find out whether you have diabetes. You could uh, go to the American Diabetes Association website, and the risk test is there. And I suggest that everybody go out and check it out. You know, and I found out from you, Judy, because I have diabetes in my family, that I am at risk, so I did take that test. So thank you for calling me earlier and letting me know about that. I hope our listeners take advantage of that again and go to diabetes.org to take your free risk test. Now, Jessica and Judy, are you ready for our hot topic tonight? Absolutely. We're ready. This, This came right out of the Diva mailbag. Is it okay to check your blood sugar in public? Judy, let's start with you. Well, um, I think it's really important that you be prepared to check your blood sugar. I mean, I'm going to tell you about something that just happened about a couple weeks ago, Max. I was flying home on a plane, and somebody started getting really sick, and they were asking for doctors, and they're trying to find out what's going on, and the person's hot, sweaty. So I just kind of nosed my way in and said, have you checked? your sugar. Do you have diabetes? Then they go, oh, I have diabetes. I didn't eat. So then we had to scurry around and find a glucometer. So my point here is carry your glucometer with you. Now they're making them really tiny so you can stash one in your purse at work, at the office, wherever you think you could need it because being prepared is being able to take care of yourself and that's what divas do. We take care of ourselves. Right, Max? Absolutely. Jessica, do you think it's okay to check out in public? Absolutely. I mean, we know without a doubt that testing your blood sugar is a critical piece of the diabetes management puzzle. So I definitely want people to always feel comfortable to test whenever and wherever they need to. Um, And like Judy was saying, there's plenty of ways to be discreet about testing your blood sugar. Most meters take such a small sample that pokes People won't even see the blood, you know, if that's something that you're concerned about. Um, And and it can be a lot more convenient than it used to be, as we know. And speaking of kind of small things, I think a lot of my complaints or a lot of my um, 
patients complain that it's hard to have all of the supplies that they need on hand at all times because it amounts to a lot of stuff. Um, so in addition to having, you know, your stash of supplies in strategic locations in your life, like Judy mentioned, like at the office, your nightstand, your car, you really still need to have all the right stuff right on your person when you're not in those locations. So if you are like a big bag-carrying girl, then no problem, it will all fit. But if, on the other hand, you know, you don't like the orthopedic problems <laughs> that come along with um, the huge purse, think of ways that you can pare down your supplies and streamline. Get a very small and slim meter, like one, maybe an Ultra Mini. Um, use a small Lancet device and carry, you know, the smallest container of strips that you can. You can do away with the bulky case that has lots of extra lancets because you can change that at home and ditch the stack of alcohol pads and get into the habit of just washing your hands thoroughly before you test. Um, and that way you kind of are paring down your supplies. And another thing is, you know, we diabetes educators are always, you know, encouraging our patients to, you know, carry a logbook, carry a logbook, but a lot of people these days have smartphones, so why not use your smartphone to track your blood sugars and your carbs, you know, write notes into that instead of carrying an additional logbook. Um, you know, just think of ways that you can, you know, work smarter about this and so that you don't feel like you're carrying a tackle box around all the time, but by all means, whenever you need to test, wherever you need to test, definitely. That's that sounds great. And, you know, we're on our Golden Girls World Tour, and one of the Golden Girls is Sophia, and she always carried a purse. And one of the things I know Judy was going to talk about just quickly is uh, you always want them to have something for treating a low blood glucose. So what is that extra item that they should have on them because of what happened to you in the airport on the airplane? Well, I would always have a glucose tablets or some kind of glucose gel. And for those, you know, because you want to use the 15-15 rule trying to have 15 grams of carbohydrate, and, and that's pretty easy to carry. Even just a package of sugar stuck in your wallet is something really small that you can put in, or like a package of four glucose tablets. You know, it gets kind of bulky carrying juice or something, but something small like that you could fit right in your pocket or, or any place strategically you need it. And if you really had a low blood sugar, like if your blood sugar was extremely low, like 37, you might want to have something at home called glucagon because glucagon could is something that you take an emergency if somebody's unconscious, they can't swallow, then this is something that comes in a syringe that you have to kind of mix and use it right away because it works the opposite of insulin. So we're going to get a little more into that a little later, but I, that's another thing you could have around the house, you know, and teach somebody that you live with how to see the signs because what happens is the longer you have diabetes, the less you're aware of, of the sweatiness. Of, and, and sometimes somebody that's close to you notices that you might be acting a little funny, thinking like, wow, did they have something to drink? But really, your sugar's low. You know so, what, Judy Wilcox, in honor of National Diabetes Awareness Month, our listeners are listening to Diva Talk Radio, and you're giving them all sneak peeks on our popular diabetes numerology game, which I'm going to play with one of my favorite divas. So we're going to tune that down. <laughs> I don't want to give away all the hints, but I love the advice, and we'll make it a cliffhanger. Stay tuned to hear more of Judy's tips on low blood sugars coming up in the program. But right now, Judy, it's time for Food Aisle Face-Off. All right, man. Let's get ready to rumble. 
You're still cracking me up because you're doing all the sneak peeks. You've never done that before. But, we're, Judy, right now we're going to compare two similar food products in the aisle of your favorite grocery store listeners and, le- and learn which one is the better option with the help of our registered dietitian, certified diabetes educator from Hollywood, Florida, Judy Wilcox. Are you ready, Judy? Hey, I am ready, Max. And, and tonight we're going to face off oatmeal versus porridge. Or it could be farina or cream of wheat or instant oatmeal. And this is a hands-down face-off because anything that's instant is processed. And instant cereals are just like having those sweetened cereals that you get regularly on the cereal shelf, you know, that are frosty flakes and stuff like that. So I would definitely pick the oatmeal, regular or still-cut oats, because they're high in a really valuable nutrient called fiber, and fiber helps to take fat out of our bodies, and it helps fill us up, and it helps with constipation. So I would definitely pick the oatmeal, but I got another tip, Max, from our Latin divas for Avena. Add dry oatmeal, milk, and vanilla, and blend it for a shake as another way to try oatmeal if you're not a fan of Hot oatmeal, you can try this whole shake and see if you can't get those extra grams of fiber into your diet. Great advice. Thanks for helping us out with Food Aisle Face-Off tonight. Straight ahead, it's time for Dining Out with a Dietitian. Welcome back, Jessica. Hey, Max. Are you going to drop any hints about our numerology game, just so Not I know? Not a one. Not a one. <laughs> <laughs> These lips are sealed. <laughs> My all-star divas are loose lipped tonight. That's all I have to say to you, Jeff. Um Loose <laughs> lips sink ships. <laughs> you know, listeners, Not good when your husband's in the Navy. <laughs> uh, Jessica di- he, Jessica's husband is away. So di- Jessica takes each month we go out virtually to a favorite restaurant and to help to help all of you become better eaters, not perfect eaters, when ordering off the menu. And in celebration of National Diabetes Outreach um, Month, I wanted to go to McDonald's. <laughs> what do you think, <laughs> what Jessica? What a great way to celebrate. <laughs> well, you know why? I have done outreach <laughs> listeners at divabetic.org. We have gone to McDonald's in the past and helped educate people at risk affected by living with diabetes. And I know in these hard economic times, uh, you know, we might want to look at the dollar menu to help them make better options. So I was hoping yeah. you could help me navigate that tonight. You know, and you know I'm always willing to help out. And um, you, But you do know it is hard for me to help you pick out something off the Mickey D's menu because it does kind of go against my dietitian grain of encouraging wholesome and nutritionally rich foods. But I also understand that there may be times when you are in a pinch, either monetarily or otherwise. And this may be one of your, you know, few options that you have. And you're driving down the highway and the only lights you see are the golden arches. <laughs> um, or you just plain decide that, you know, that's where you're grabbing lunch. So, what do you do when you find yourself walking through the doors? First, like you were saying, take advantage of the fact that, you know, it's an easy way to get an inexpensive meal. Most of us are trying to downsize these days, so why not downsize your eating out budget and check out the dollar menu? There are some, you know, decent things on there that you can choose. Um, in addition, why not downsize your fries or the size of your overall meal? I think this is something that, you know, is really, really important Hold when we are eating phone. food. Are you letting <laughs> me actually have french fries? 
Yeah, yeah, I I will let you go there. I will let you go there. I mean, you know me. I'm I'm no, all I about moderation. No, I love this because most registered diet. You know, most of us think if we went to a registered dietitian, the fries would be the first thing to go. So you're saying that. Uh, I'm assuming you're telling me you told me to downsize my fries. So a smaller portion of fries for some of those listeners who love French fries and have a hard time, you know, making these lifestyle adjustments. That might be a, a safer way to improve their cho- choices. Yeah, you know, I know people want French fries when they go to McDonald's, and you know, McDonald's got a lot of flack in the past for their supersize menu when it existed, you know, back in the day, and rightly so. And I, I think they've actually done away with that, but um, they do still have lots of oversized items. But I really think you can challenge yourself to feel satisfied on the simple menu items that McDonald's started with. So, like I said, yes, I know people want French fries when they go to McDonald's. So, if you really have to go there, then Go with the small fry, you get 30 grams of carb versus 70 in a large fry. Um, If you add just a nice plain old hamburger and a Diet Coke or a water, your entire meal is about 500 calories and 61 grams of carb. Now, granted, it's not a nutritionally dense meal. It's high in unhealthy fats, but at least it's not a day's worth of calories, which is really easy to do when you are um, in those doors. And I know another thing most people would think that I would want you to do is go with a salad whenever possible, but Salads at fast food restaurants can be tricky because they are often also loaded with extras and fat and lots of calories. So if you can go there and you want to go there, um, the way to do a salad at McDonald's would be to go with the grilled chicken on whatever one you choose and have the low-fat balsamic vinaigrette, which has just 40 calories and 4 grams of carbohydrate. Compare that with, like, a packet of their ranch dressing, which is nearly 200 calories, um, 15 grams of fat, and 9 grams of carbs. So... Um, you know, or you can do both. If you can get like a side salad or a plain Caesar salad, then there's actually maybe room for fries with your salad. So, um, you know, you can do fries. Um, I love the fact that you're giving us loads of options at every price point for listeners who enjoy their McDonald's, Mickey D's, Wendy's, and and whatnot, and I appreciate that so much in honor of National Diabetes Awareness Month. And I want to tell everyone they could get all your dining out tips for free in our monthly e-newsletter if they sign up at divabetic.org. So, yeah. Jessica, that was a great tip on downsizing your fries. All righty. <laughs> all right. I know you could go on. Both of you and Judy. I could. What's going on? <laughs> but you know what? There's, <laughs> there's another diva in the spotlight. So I would like. I, I guess this is all in honor of Miss Piggy. We're all hugging the spotlight tonight. I'm ready to pass the boa. Hello, diva. Oh, hello, diva. It's time to pass the boa and show us your new attitude. Okay, listeners, it's National Diabetes Awareness Month, and I wanted a very special, special diva to join us. This is quite an honor for me. I have known her personally for the last several years. She lives right here in New York City with me. So please welcome to the show, Phyllis. Hello, Phyllis. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I see you every month at our Diva Betic Club in New York, but now I get to have you on Diva Talk Radio. That's true. I'm on I'm on I'm on the radio now. Hi everybody. And they're all <laughs> saying hi back to you. You are so fabulous. Will you please please share your from diagnosis to diva story with our listeners? I, I really want them to get to know you as well as I do. Um, I was diagnosed over ten years ago with diabetes. 
how what happened was um, I was getting yeast infections and I was going back and forth to the doctor, and finally she decided to do a blood work on me and she said, Miss Jackson, um, your sugar level is very high, and my journey from then on it's been like a yo-yo. Um, uh, about the diabetes, and I finally decided to get more in control when I had an episode in two, 2008 when I had a stroke. And um, it's been up and down, but, you know, I'm glad to be here to share my testimony. And recently you're doing fabulous because you discovered laughter yoga. Tell everyone what laughter yoga is. <laughs> laughter yoga was really phenomenal. I took it at Open Center this year. And it's like you really laugh at your situations and what's going on in your life is another way of just um, letting it go. So I laugh at things that really besettle me and you have no control over. So I said, ha, 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 yay, you know, sounds stupid, sounds silly, but it's all right being silly sometimes because you get it out. And people, they even look at you, well, what do you care? People, they do strange things in New York City anyway. Exactly, and I did something strange two years ago when I performed at the ADA New York Expo, and right now I'm in the middle of my Golden Girls tour, and you were in the audience. Can you tell listeners what it's like to experience Diva Bedic Live? Well, let me tell you something. If you come, I came, uh, I think I came that year, it was in 08, I believe it was. Um, after having a stroke, I was still in recovery, so I came. And I really need to be rejuvenated because I was feeling kind of blah for all this happening to me and being a diabetic in denial. They want to tell people I was a diabetic. But when I came there, this is who, excuse me, not being uh, racist or anything, little white man jumping all down the stage and acting like a fool. You had so much energy going on. I just fell in love with diva-betic right there. And I love the word diva because I always say I'm a diva wherever I go. And so meeting you and meeting the the people of Divabetic, it was so much fun. And this day they put this thing around my neck, a boa. I said, what is this thing? But we had so much fun. And just to um, let you know, you're not by yourself. You're not alone. Um, and it's okay to say you're diabetic. It's okay to tell others about it. And it's okay to educate people about the myths of being having diabetes. Diabetes and hypertension, I call them silent killers because you could be walking around them and nobody don't, you don't know you have it and nobody don't know you have it until you have an episode in your life. Wow, and you inspire me to do what I do. Thank you for joining us now. Are you ready to play Diabetes Numerology? Yeah, go ahead. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I love her attitude. <laughs> Those are our divas are cheering you on. Here's I know how, I like to laugh because I'm about to bust out laughing on his phone. I love it. Here's how diabetes numerology game works. I'm going to read aloud a random blood sugar value along with a related situation. Then I'll ask you, Phyllis, to tell us how you would deal with this situation. Next, Judy and Jessica, the Charlie's Angels of Outreach, will discuss your solution and share some tips. Remember, if you're playing along with us tonight, keep in mind that one solution doesn't work for everyone. Check with your doctor to find out what you your specific game plan should be. And visit divabetic.org for free diabetes numerology game book downloads. All right, Phyllis, tonight's diabetes numerology game is probably going to make you have an out-of-body experience because it's based on the movie Ghost starring Demi Moore, Patrick Swayze, and Whoopi Goldberg. 
the film centers around centers around a man who, has, after being killed during a botched mugging, his lo- um, his love for his partner enables him to remain on Earth as a ghost. Phyllis, because you're an actress, you've been cast in the role of Oda Mae Brown, a con artist posing as a medium living with diabetes, and she realizes, oh my gosh, that after faking her abilities, she could finally hear a ghost. So your random blood glucose value is 36, and your situation, Oda Mae Brown, you're communicating with the spirit of some de- some woman's dead husband. What would you do? Mm-hmm. Your level is 36? Your your blood sugar is 36. Oh, you need to eat something. Have a piece of fruit. Uh, they say take a shot of orange juice or uh, some gluso tablets. I don't do tablets, so I believe in a piece of fruit. Or a shot of orange juice right away. All right. Let's hear what the angels think. Judy. Well, I know you don't do glucose tablets, but those probably are going to give you the fastest rise, and your blood sugar is 36. So we're talking you might not even be conscious if your blood sugar is 36, if you still are. Or maybe you have hypoglycemic unawareness, but... Doing the juice would be better than the fruit because the fruit has a lot of fiber in it, so you have to wait to digest that. So taking in juice, you want something that's really fast-acting carbs. Great. And Jessica? Yeah, I definitely agree with Judy. Um, I like <laughs> how Phyllis said take a shot of juice. <laughs> um, that's good. But actually, you need a little bit more than a shot because I think a shot's more like a two-ounce, uh, you know, beverage. Um, so usually about four ounces of juice is going to give you 15 grams of carbohydrate. And Judy mentioned earlier in the teaser that we always want to follow that rule of 15 when we're having a low blood sugar, 15 grams of carbohydrate followed by checking your blood sugar 15 minutes later. And a lot of times people will say, well, gosh, if I'm that low, 36, you know, I don't think that that's going to do it. They feel like they need to have an entire soda or they need to have, you know, a big amount of food or drink to overcome that 36. But what we do know is that that 15 grams of glucose that you take really should raise, in theory, your blood sugar about 45 to 60 milligrams per deciliter. So that would take you up into the 80 to 100-ish range. Um, You may need to retreat um, when you check your blood sugar 15 minutes later. That's why you don't want to have just one shot of juice on hand. Usually we say, you know, have... Um, you know, maybe a couple of juice boxes around or have, you know, a roll of glucose tabs. Each serving of glucose tabs is about four tablets. So you want to have enough on you so that when you check 15 minutes later, you may need to retreat. Um, But we would much rather have you do that than take something that has a huge amount of carbohydrate and wind up with a blood sugar of, you know, two or 300 a little while later. Um, And wait, Judy, Judy, can can I ask Judy a question? Judy, when you have a low blood sugar like a 36, technically you might be seeing things, right? Because you're so you could be so out of it that you don't know what's really going on. You could because low blood sugars, the the more that um, that's why I was talking about glucagon because maybe juice isn't going to bring you up enough. And if it doesn't, that happened the other day with the patient in the clinic where we actually had to give them glucagon because we couldn't get their blood sugar up enough. So. because low blood sugars can lead to seizures or to a coma. So that's why, you know, earlier I was talking about having someone else know a little bit about what's going on. It's important that, you know, somebody, you know, might be your 
entourage around that you, you know, help help you with that situation. Great. Yeah, I think this example and we'll wait, Angels, we'll be giving out more tips on our Diva blog around the low blood sugar. But right now I have to thank Phyllis for playing Diabetes Numerology. And to do that, Phyllis, we're going to give you a free subscription to Diabetes Health Magazine, plus many more gifts packed in your lovely Diva Bag tote bag, which will probably be about your fifth or seventh one of those, right? <laughs> More because somebody's asking about that white one I carry every day. <laughs> now, you know, you can't be a diva without the makeup. So let's have... Oh, I'm just going to pick up the diva phone and see if she's on the line. I hope this is diva status calling. Hello, you're on the air with Diva Talk Radio. Hello, Max. This is Kiana Hunt of Diva Status. How are you? Hello, Kiana. I know you're getting ready for the launch of your new makeup line, but please share a tip on makeup with one of my most fabulous divas, Phyllis, from New York City. Hello, Phyllis. How are Hello. you? Today I'm going to share a little bit with the, with you about falling in love with fall beauty. Dark lipstick is all the rave for fall beauty at Diva Status. And with the drops in temperatures, we have to change from lip glosses to lipstick to provide a little bit of moisture to our lips. So one of the most important things to remember when applying your product is that you want to have smooth lips because that's essential for a flawless lip. Make sure you prep your lips with a good lip balm, and if you have dry or cracked lips, you may even want to exfoliate with a gentle lip scrub, especially if you're wearing a matte dark color. After that, you want to apply your lip liner of the same color as your lip color to ensure that your color stays put, and fair skin tones should go for shades between a true red to a berry, and medium skin tones, they would look best in a burgundy, as dark skin tones would look better in a wine or a deep berry. So depending upon your skin tone, go out and grab your your prettiest lipstick and just put that right on. What a great tip, and they could get all your new products because you're launching them this Friday in Washington, D.C. at divastatus.com. That's correct. That's MyDivaStatus.com, and we will be launching our new uh, cosmetics line on 11-11-11 right here in Washington, D.C., correct? Well, thank you for joining the show. Now it's time for Mother Your Diabetes with Mama Rosemary. Mama Rose, are you going to take Kiana's advice and go with a rose-colored lipstick? Yes, I am. I like that wine color. That's great. Good tips. <laughs> what is your tip for November? Oh, well, my tip for November is to re um to think about these children that have been in school for since September and right now they've been taking tests and now they are bringing home the report card. So, I am going to tell you about a A1C test. It's like your report card for your blood sugar. It is an important blood test used to determine how well your diabetes is being managed. A1C provides an average of your blood sugar values over a 6 to 12 week period. For people without diabetes, the normal range for the A1C test is between 4% and 5.7%. The goal for people who have diabetes is less than 6.5%. The higher your A1C is, the higher the risk of developing complications related to the diabetes. People with diabetes should have this test every three months to determine whether blood sugars have reached the target level of control. That's just like the children. They have three months to get those report cards. Good. 
So you do the same thing every three months. Go and get tested. What a great tip. Thanks, Mom, for joining the show. Well, you're welcome. I enjoy it. Thanks for having me. And you've been a part of the Golden Girls Tour, so we're going to give a quick update and tell people we'll be traveling to New York City, New York, Belgrade, Florida, and several other locations in the 2012 year featuring Rose, Blanche, Dorothy, and Sophia. They'll all be part of a golden opportunity for you to learn more about diabetes. To get more information about the Golden Girls Tour, go to our calendar section of divabetic.org. All right, it's time for my diva inspiration. Right now I'm supposed to salute Miss Piggy, but frankly, the role of a pig, even though it's so important in the creation of insulin, does not take the spotlight tonight. For Diabetes National Awareness Month, I would like to not only spotlight a diva, but a diva who educates divas. That's right, my diva inspiration is none other than the lead educator for Divabetic, Jessica Isler. I have had the honor of working with this woman. Side by side, on stage, online, and on air to motivate, encourage, and entertain all the divas touched by diabetes. She's going to be going on maternity leave, and I just want to say hats off and thank you for being a part of all the programming at Divabetic, Jessica Isler. Max, you're so sweet. Thank you. It's been a joy, as you know, to work with you and all of our divas. You are you so prefer personify a friendly educator, and I just want people to know, like, only, you know, there's Judy and you both just put a smile on my face, and I know you've touched the lives of so many educators, and I just want to thank you. We've reached so many thousands of people through Divabetic and Divabetic.org and Diva Talk Radio, and it's just an honor and a privilege to work with you, and you're such a big part of the team. So thank you again, and remember... If you want to find out more about Jessica, visit our website at divabetic.org. Sign up for our free newsletter featuring both Jessica and Judy. Play a video or read my blog and friend us on Facebook, fan page. Remember, every diva has an entourage, and I'm so glad to be part of yours. On behalf of the whole Diva Talk radio team, thank you for listening. Let's get happy and stay healthy together. <laughs>